Yo, what's up, family? Welcome back to the Bridge Podcast. This is episode two. And on last episode, I kind of teased it a bit, but this episode, I got a good surprise. We do have a special guest already on the podcast. Um, It won't just be me. It will also be special guests sometimes. And on today, we'll we'll have our first special guest of the podcast. Hey, listen, just like we talked about last episode, if anyone jumps to you while you're hearing this and you're like, hey, listen, I feel like this can be a great word for somebody, one of my friends, whoever it is, can you please do me a big favor and like, comment, share, subscribe, send it to them, because at the end of the day, I do believe that the Holy Spirit sometimes, I don't think it's a coincidence that certain people come in our mind when we're hearing certain things, all of that. Go ahead and send it to them. And, you know, just once again, not for us, not for our fame, popularity. If a great following comes and it's to get the word out and spread Jesus even more so, great. But it's not about that at all. And like I said last episode, we just want to be the bridge to Jesus. And so, hey, listen, I want to get into it. This is funny. This is kind of spontaneous. Um I'm here with my brother, with my friend. Um, I'm a firm believer that God, he in this year uh, specifically, he has definitely brought strategic people in my life for strategic reasons. And me and this dude, man, at the beginning of this year, um, I came to Bethany Church. It's a church I go to, and I met him there. And I went to his B group and everything, and we just started talking. And so we were like, our lives are borderline identical. We really twins. Like, this is my brother, and he's such a great person. He's a man of God. And the things that he stands for, the things that he's doing, um, he's 19 as well. And I love him, and I just can't wait for this. We were in the gym talking, and um, we were just, every time we were in the gym, we have natural conversation. Things just flow out. And we talking, and I'm like, this dude just preached 100 sermons in two hours. I'm like, bro, like, that's crazy. I said, bro. It'll be my honor. Can you please come on the podcast? And so he's here with us. So without further ado, Justice Zachary is on the podcast with us on today. And man, I'm excited. Thank you for being on here with me, bro. Um, And so we just wanted to dive right in. I said, look, bro. I don't know where this podcast is going to go. I don't know what this yeah. episode is going to be, but kind of a little bit general, yeah. talking about um, just, you know, Gen Z, we're both 19, we're both young, right. and just navigating um, being a young Christian in culture in yeah. today's time, the upsides, the downsides, how it's hard, you know, yeah. um, but just talking around that. So, bro, if you don't mind, can you just tell people a little bit about yourself yeah. and what you do, what you're passionate about, and we could jump right in, yeah. bro. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, first off, I just want to thank you so much for having Coach, me on. Bro. It's a huge honor. Uh, you know, when you first asked me, I was like, I was a little like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, to be on, uh, you know, your second episode, first yeah. guest, I really appreciate that. So it's oh, a huge man, of honor. Course, bro. I'm happy to be here. Um, but yeah, uh, like you said, my name is Justice Zachary. Um, I've grown up at Bethany Church uh, here in Baton Rouge pretty much since I was born. It's in the womb, I've been in church yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. as long as I can remember. Um, and then, you know, as I got to senior year of high school, uh, I really started leaning in um, to what I feel like is my calling um, in the church. And so, you know, I started volunteering at church and helping out with youth and young adults. And then now I'm in a transition phase where I'm actually headed out of state um, for it. college. Talk about um, it. Talk yeah. about it, bro. Yeah. So um, he's out of state transitioning to college. And, bro, I just want you to talk about 
um, your testimony and the great things that God's been doing through that, yeah. um, what you're going there for, what you're doing. Because I think it's a great testament to, uh, it speaks to a lot of what I think our young generation is dealing with, maybe surrounding purpose, God's calling for their life. You kind of feel like God wants you to do something, but you really don't know. We ask God for confirmation, yeah. whatever it is, and how to navigate that, being successful, whatever it is. So, yeah, bro, kind of talk about that a bit, bro. Yeah, so, I mean, the... First off, I mean, with the school, yeah. so, you know, I was at um, community college in Baton Rouge and I, I did that for, you know, my first year. So, you know, first semester and second semester. Yeah. Um, and then around the end of the second semester, uh, I took a day trip or it was like a it was like a weekend trip, you know, with some buddies uh, from church. And we went to Austin, Texas. Uh, you know, my buddy kind of hyped it up and was like, oh, we got to go. You know, yeah. I got to show you. And so we hit up some good food spots and things like that. Um, but also, you know, Celebration Church is up there. And yep. so shameless plug to Celebration. Facts, facts. And so, you know, my buddy had been there before and he was like, you know, it's great atmosphere, great people. It's a lot like our home church. And so, you know, we visited. And then really it was, I think it was, you know, divine God moment. And that's mm. when I stumbled upon, you know, conversation uh, about the school yep. with, you know, the president over there. And then, you know, lo and behold, he's talking about, you know, it's a business school. It's going to be Christian based, Christian principles, um, pretty much everything that I would, you know, dream of, of having and being a part of. Um, but I was also majoring in electrical engineering at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's kind of the big shift. And so after some phone calls and some interviews, you know, they were very interested and I was very interested in them. Um, and they said, you know, if, if this is what you want, like, we'll, we'll help you get there um, yeah. because, you know, we believe in you and this is what, you know, we believe is the right fit. And so it was a, a lot of conversations with family and mentors. Um, and then, you know, since I've made the decision to go, God's opened every single door. And so I leave in, I think it's literally a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro, man, that's so I'm so happy for you, bro. Um, and, that, and that's crazy, too. It's a testament to, you know, how just an ordinary, you know, day trip and you go there and you go to yeah. the church and everything and you're passionate about business, finance, you know, that's what he does. And you're passionate about that. And on this trip, God, you just realize that, oh, wow, you know, I meet his son. He's starting the school. Yeah. And then now you're about to go there. Um, mm. And it's going to be great. And I know it's gonna, God's going to use you oh, in yeah. a mighty way, yeah. bro. But I think a lot of times that speaks to how even with a lot of us as young people, you know, we're growing up, we in college trying to get a degree to be a lawyer, doctor, whatever it is, majoring all these things. Um, I have a similar story. I from New Orleans, did not want to stay here for college, wanted to go out of state, yeah. but I prayed about it, like everything. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I felt God saying, you know, just stay here. And I'm like, I didn't, no disrespect, don't come for me. We already know where we at. <laughs> they gonna get, I did not like LSU. I'm like, yeah. I don't, mm -mm, I don't really get down with like that. I wanna go out of state, I'm right. tired of Louisiana. Man, I'm praying and so I'm just like, God's just like, stay here and I'm just like yeah. bro, bro, want not, to. Why, why are you playing like that <laughs> like for real, like what you doing right yeah I'm just like bro but lo and behold man I stayed here and ever since then it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made yeah. and God just gave me a heart for my city yeah. man and for my state and That's so amazing. um but talk about that obedience component of it bro you know a lot of times we have our desires we have our wishes yeah we have what we want to do. You know, we can yeah. conjure up these things in our mind. I want to be this. I want to do this. A lot of times as young people, bro, our parents, you know, you hear it all the time. Yeah. My grandfather was a doctor. My father is, my mother mm -hmm. is a doctor. Or I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah. I come from a generation of lawyers, whatever it is. But 
that very well may not be what God wants for you. You know, yeah. I could preaching. Um, you know, grandfather was a preacher. My father was a preacher. And so I'm going to be, it could be with call, anything, ministry, whatever it is. Right, yeah. But talk about, bro, like, you know, with that obedience component, you know, it was out the blue, but you felt like God said, go and do it. And just a lot of times it's hard for us, you know, with being obedient to what God has, we yeah. believe what he called us to do, even when we may not necessarily want to do it within ourselves. Yeah. So how did you navigate, like, you know, being obedient to him, even when it could have been a little tough in this situation, you know, it was a blessing from God, yeah. but you're leaving, you know, we've talked about all the time, oh, yeah. you know, you're leaving me, yeah. you're leaving, know, man. like you're leaving friends, family, yeah. you know, so talk about that, bro, that, like no, that yeah. transition. No, I mean, you're right. Cause as big of a blessing as it is, it was still so hard. I mean, this is everything I know. And I'd never planned on leaving state, you know, yeah. that was never the plan. I just, I was comfortably, you know, being here and, yeah. you know, I still had big dreams, but it was like, you know, right now it's like I'm cool with being at community college. Um, but it's like you said, you know, like you with you feeling called to stay here, mm -hmm. your flesh didn't want you to like you wanted nothing mm, yeah. to do with it. And that's kind of how I knew, you know, because my you know, I really did want to go to Austin. I really did want to be a part of this huge opportunity. But my flesh wanted me to stay home. Mm. And so that's kind of how I knew is like, OK, my flesh wants me to stay here. But, good. you know, this is not like I know God's calling me. I don't I think it would be different if that's you know good. my flesh wanted me to leave because, you know, I. I think a lot of people at our age, especially when they graduate, you know, high school, especially coming from backgrounds like us growing up in church, you know, they want to escape from home or, you mm -hmm. know, their hometown and they just want to get out and be free, you know, yeah. and I never felt that way. And so it was a, it was a strange feeling, but I think that's how I knew is cause like, okay, this is not a deep desire, but it's a calling. That's good. That's a good point because a lot of times, um, what our flesh wants is not what God wants. Yeah. You know, and I found in my life, it's been confirmation a lot of times I knew it was God when I wasn't ready and it was something that I didn't want. And some other times when it was something that I thought I was ready for and yeah. I was prepared for and I thought that that was God, it was me and it wasn't God. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that, 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 that segues into what we think about, about how this thing of what God wants and what our flesh wants. Yeah. Even with not just sin, but with purpose, with wanting to do certain things that we yeah. think is good, that we think is beneficial. Right. Um, a lot of times, you know, like I always say, if your spirit and your flesh is going in the same direction, that's a bad thing. Right. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. Exactly. But yeah. I think we live in a generation of we want to be comfortable so bad. We want yeah. what we want. Pleasure. Pleasure. Want. <laughs> but a lot of times what we want is not what we need. Exactly. And what we need is not really what we want. Exactly. You know, and so that thing of how you said my flesh wanted to stay here, but God is calling me somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's so good because a lot of times as young people, we have to learn how to better check our flesh. Yeah. You know, that even though our flesh is wanting a certain thing, you know, our flesh is wanting to do something. Yeah. Even though that happens, you know, we talk about uh, we talked about this other day warring against your flesh yeah it's not going to feel good but that's how you know you're mm -hmm. doing it right exactly you know? yeah. yeah 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 i think that's you know the never-ending battle is it we're constantly going to struggle with that i mean yeah. that's biblical the bible talks about that but i think being able to discern like okay and you know evaluate the situation like okay what do i really want right now you mm. know what does my heart want but what does my flesh want you know what does that's my spirit good. want that's good what, is, what do i want you know and so i think being able to navigate that and say okay no god's calling me here mm. and even though it's uncomfortable I have to do it, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, I always think about, you know, the pain of regret is, is far worse than, you know, the pain of 
trying and failing. You know, I would rather try and fail than, you know, look back and say, what if? Oof. You, that, the pain of regret. That, yes. <laughs> that's good. See what I mean? Preaching sermon. <laughs> we need to navigate that gift. I don't know if he... Oh, I don't know about that. That's a heavy cross um, to bear. <laughs> the, the pain of regret. I heard um, Dr. Darius Daniels. He is my top, probably yeah. top three. Top. He's great. Dr. Darius Daniels is amazing. He said about fear and being afraid to do things yeah. that I don't teach people how to remove the fear. I teach them how to replace it with an inferior fear. Wow. Right? Yeah. And I know it could be a little complex. I want to break it down. He's oh, saying yeah. fear is never going to go away. You're always exactly. going to be afraid. Yeah. But it's forward, the pain of regret. What if it doesn't work? Well, what if I miss what God wanted to do through that? Yeah. But I wasn't obedient exactly. to doing it. You know? Yeah. And so, like we were talking about, and I talk about a lot, um, it was his name is President Jamie Dew. I'm man, y'all. Listen, I am an advocate. I love reading, learning from other people, and so in it, a lot of the stuff you hear me say, I got it from somewhere else. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the stuff. Listen, people, how you come up with? See this right here? <laughs> yeah. It's a cheat code. It's the cheat code. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. a cheat code. Like, I'm not smart enough to make this up. It's a cheat yeah. code, bro. He was saying how, you know, talking about that thing of regret, being afraid, feeling mm-hmm. some of us insecure, and we're insecure yeah. about what God wants us to do. I want you to think about something. And it's not me. This is President Jamie Dew for New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. He's the president of there. Yeah. He said this had a sermon. He was talking about the spiritual gifts. And in the Bible in Corinthians, Paul gives this analogy of the ear and then the eyes. And you need all the body parts working together. And it can't work without one. He said, we have people, we focus on the superiority complex, being superior, which is arrogance, pride, feeling like, you know, I'm the man, I'm the woman, I got this. And we focus on those sins. But some people don't realize that humility and disobedience, they're very similar. You think um, that, I, which I had to learn, Pastor told me, he said, you think that being humble is when someone offers you to preach or someone says, hey, I want you to come serve in this capacity. Oh, no, I'm not really qualified. Thank you so <clears throat> much, but no. He said, yeah. That's not humility. That's disobedience. It's a superiority complex and an inferiority one. You feel inferior? He said, you know what the common denominator between the two are? You're making both of them about you. Wow. And anytime the attention is on you and not him, that's a sin. Mm. So I just want to tell you, anybody out there, like, you're afraid. You're afraid to do, to walk in the purpose that God called you to do. At the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about Do it afraid. Moses has a stuttering problem, bro. And he still used him. When he called Jeremiah, Jeremiah said, I'm young. He said, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I love in Jeremiah 3, he says, yeah, you're young, but at the same time, you're young and I still called you. I'm not not denying your reality. Like, justice justice is 19, but God's still using him in a mighty way. You're young, but you can't control that. But at the end of the day, you still have to walk in what God called you to do. You know, bro. Exactly. So I went for a little tangent. No, but that's great. I yeah, just the thing of how you say being afraid is that yeah. we're always going to have a fear. You always it nervousness is a good thing because if that goes away, you feel like you got it. You have to be dependent on the Holy Spirit. 
you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know, I always think about um, the quote, I'm not sure who it belongs to, but mm. you, I'm sure you've heard something like this, but, you know, courage is not the lack of fear. Mm. It's just your ability to face it. That's so good. No one is without fear. And uh, you kind of touched on that. That's good. But I think that's the biggest thing that sets apart, you know, people who are great and people who are average. It's mm. their ability to face fear. Wow. And a lot of that comes from failure. Like nobody wants to fail. You yeah. Know? But it's often like, you know, I think about, you know, the Bible talks about like, you know, take joy when you face trials. You yeah. Because it's like you're being, you're being tested, but you're building endurance and mm. like, you know, not every trial you're going to walk away from and have a victory, you know, like that's just, we're human, you know, and that's approaching anything. <laughs> it's like, throw you, my shoe at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bro, you, you can't be good. afraid to fail though. You know, that's, you're going to fail no matter what, but mm. you might fail, you know, a hundred times before you win one, but it's better than not trying at all, you know? Well, this wraps up the second episode. <laughs> we can leave here, bro. You said something. You said, even though you go through the trial, you still may not end up with victory. Right. Some things, and this is a hard pill to swallow. Listen, and Christians understand this and even culture. If you're unbelieving, this is for Christianity and the culture at the same time. I want to tell you something. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you're an unbeliever right now, I want you to do it. The best decision yeah. you ever make. I, w I will be remiss. I, I, God will scold me if I get up here and tell you that it's all going to be peaches and cream. You're not going to have no problems. Yeah. That is a mm -hmm. lie. But what we teach is Jesus came to save you and love you. He's not just your savior. He's also your Lord. Yeah. Which means he didn't just come to save you, but no, he owns you. He has complete rule and yeah. reign over you. He can do what he wants to do with you whenever he wants to yeah. do it, however he wants to do it. He's your Lord. And here's the thing. With him being your Lord, he can decide, hey, listen, I'm going to put this trial, put this test in front of you, and it's not for you to, to win, but it's for yeah. you to be, your character to be yeah. built up. Exactly. It's to build you. Yeah. It's endurance. to make you strong. It's endurance. Yeah. Why? Because at the end of the day, we don't, I feel like, man, we think that we measure us growing and success yeah. by numbers. The by wins. The, <laughs> yeah, bro, by the yeah. wins. Yeah. But it's like, you know, in basketball, so, you know, they say the quote all the time, you know, there are no moral victories and all this other stuff. Yeah. Well, in Christianity, here's the thing. We already have the victory. So yeah. in that case, why are we trying to fight for something? We already have yeah. it. While exactly. we're fighting, we're not fighting to defeat him. No, it's not about the death. It's, it's really not about forget, bump him. It's about yeah. us. Yeah. God, what are you trying to do with me? Like, I'm in the spiritual warfare. Like, don't focus on him. Focus yeah. on us. God, yeah. what are you trying to make me? Yeah. How are you trying to mold me? Seriously. And, but I think we live in a generation where we want God's promises, but we don't want his processes. Right. Like, we love to get the blessings of God, but we don't want the burdens that come yeah. with the blessings. No, exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, we love to get the highlights and the victories, and we look yeah. at the Instagram reels and the highlights. Mm -hmm relationship goals, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, but how do you fight with conflict? Exactly. How do you yeah. argue? No, we want the covering, but we don't want to put up the tent, you know? Justice. <laughs> we don't want to deal with the work. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's tough too, but, you know, I think yeah. there's a, it's like you said, like you're, you know, you're constantly, even with, you know, the losses, it's like, it's it's there to build you up. And yes. I, I, so I'm thinking of a Patrick Lencioni. It's Go. a quote from him. Go. And I think it's actually the title of one of his books. Okay. But um, it's, you know, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. 
And I think mm. that's so great um, because you, it kind of changes your perspective on losses. Wow. Is that, you know, you're either winning or, okay, that was a lesson learned. And I think that's a great way of, of thinking about it, honestly. That's good. Sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I think if we can come to a place as Christians of spiritual maturity and realizing that our daily walk with Christ. The Bible says in John, I believe 1633, I believe, uh, in this life, you should have trials yeah. and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've already overcome the world. Um, that you will suffer. Like, you will go through hard times. Like, yeah. when you become a Christian. It's a promise. It's a promise. <laughs> yeah. You will do it. But he says, yeah. but I've already overcome it. I will give you the yeah. strength to endure. Exactly. Yeah. You know, count it all joy. Yeah. You know, yeah. that while you're in it, like weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come yeah. in the morning. Exactly. I will give you the strength to obey. You know, God, the the old people say, the old folks, you know, God may not remove my mountain, but he'll give me the strength to climb it. Yeah. Why? Because it's what I learned in the valley. And we run from the valley and we always want to go to the mountaintops. Exactly. But it's in the trenches yeah. where we are built. It's in the process. We see Steph shoot all these shots and we're like, yeah. bro, he's crazy. But yeah. Steph shot, he shoot maybe he makes he makes 15 in the game, but to make those 14 threes, yeah. he had to shoot a thousand exactly. in private. Yeah. He wouldn't leave practice. He wouldn't until he made like over a thousand. It was, it was a ridiculous amount. So the process, yeah. his work ethic, yeah. like, but he fell in love with that. Exactly. And a lot of us, man, we want Jesus as our savior, but we don't want him as our Lord. Yeah. We want what he can do for us. But at the end of the day, man, Jesus is not just concerned with, God is not just concerned with blessing you, yeah. with, you know, giving you things. He's concerned with building you exactly, up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. To be a better person, yeah. a better human, a better Christian. Yeah. Why? To fight, because at the end of the day, we have to go through this thing called life. But I feel like a lot of what we teach nowadays, a lot of yeah. what we preach nowadays is the promises of God, the blessings of God. But, bro, I make the statement. I've been saying, I told you this. Christianity is death, bro. It doesn't, yeah. it's the, I call it the irony of Christianity. Like, crucify your flesh daily. Every day. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Yep. You know? And so, it's work. Yeah, bro. It's, it's work. It's extra work, you know? Yeah. You think about it. But uh, yeah, I think it's scary too because I firmly believe that, you know, you can be under covering in some sense and mm. still not be right with the Lord. And I think I, like, I, I honestly, I see that the most with our generation, it seems like, wow. because, you know, you can be up on stage, you can be leading worship and you can uh -huh. be a part of a really great community and you can be going to the B groups. And it, it's honestly like, I have to check myself to make sure like, you know, yeah. cause it, it, it makes you want to reflect, but you know, you can be involved in all of those things and experience, you know, blessings from, you know, the church and the Lord. Yeah. And yet, you know, your heart may be in the completely wrong place. And wow. so that doesn't always wow. mean that you're doing the right thing, you know, because you mm. on paper, you know, you can be doing the right thing. But it's like, OK, where's the, the posture of your heart and things like that. And so, you know, you really have to, to check that. And that's the scary part, you know, because, yeah. you know, things could be going great. And you may think that's a good sign of like, OK, well, you know, have a great relationship with the Lord or like my heart's in the right place. Ooh. And you can really fool yourself, you know. <laughs> But it's like you said, you know, are you taking that cross up on the daily? Like, is it hard? You know, are you making sacrifices? I think that's kind of the litmus <laughs> test for it. Because, oh, man, that's tough. Because you just touched on something of having this. My, my dad says something. He says, don't confuse duty with devotion. Mm -hmm. We can be doing so often, 
And we think because we're doing the right things that God yeah. is pleased. Like, not necessarily. Yeah. Because like you said, it's a heart posture. Yeah. So I know what your hands are doing, but what is your heart saying? Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> man, you, I wonder, that, that goes to, I was kind of talking about last episode a little bit, um, being on platforms, you just mentioned it, being on yeah. stages. But see, a true spiritual covering, um, mentor, you know, spiritual covering sound real churchy, mentor, yeah. someone who you're submitted to. Yeah. You know, that's some some people just got triggered right there when I said submission. <laughs> yeah, but seriously. Different discussion for yeah. a different day. Shut the podcast down. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're under somebody, when you invite someone in to see all your yeah. mess, all your crap, but that's how you go. And it's a scary yeah. thing to do. It's uh, not fun. That's not fun. Someone seeing all your crap, yeah. all your mess, that's not fun. But that's how you grow. Yeah. You know, that's exactly. how you grow. And if you let someone teach you and sit down and say, hey, listen, this is what you do well, but this is not what yeah, you do well. we need work. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is where you need work. And I think both of us are the beneficiaries of being under someone. You know, I have a spiritual father. I have mentors. Yeah. I have spiritual mothers. I yeah. have women and men, you know, yeah. everybody, people who are leading me, who've done this thing before me. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Listen, this is what you do well, Jay. You do this really well, but we need to work on this. Yeah. And each and every time you grow, and it reminds me of a quote. I think Darius Daniels said it. I think he got it from somewhere else. But he said, the level at which you're able to accept sound criticism mm -hmm. will determine the speed at which you grow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how fast you're able to receive truth will determine how That's fast amazing. you grow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so but, true, though. Yeah. A lot of us, you know, we're, we're soft. Yeah. We don't. We don't like that, yeah, you know? No, seriously. I think it gets easier and easier the more you do it. Yeah. You know, I think it's like, I always equate things, you know, to athletics and the gym yeah, and yeah. sports. Uh, yeah, I'm going yeah. to do that again here. Go. But, you know, I, I always think of like, when you first start off at the gym, you know, if you've never been in the gym before and your first day, it sucks. It's not fun, you yeah. know, because you start lifting weights and you realize how weak you are and you look in the mm. mirror and you're not, you're not satisfied. I think mm. that's a lot like when we go to someone who really speaks truth in our lives, yeah. it's very similar. It's mm. like you're looking in the mirror and you see, okay, this is where I need, you know, to grow. And some people quit after the first day and yeah. some people keep going back. Yeah. And I think it's very similar, you know, with, you know, approaching mentors or, you know, taking in criticism, you know, and not like yeah. criticism from, you know, people that are Absolutely. speaking truth because there's a difference. Um, but then, you know, okay, after about three weeks, you know, you're really getting your reps in, you're getting comfortable. You might not be where you want to be, but mm -hmm. it's a comfortable feeling to yeah. walk in. And then maybe after three to six months, yeah. you know, now you look in the mirror and it's not necessarily that you're satisfied. You still see room to grow, mm. but you're taking pride in the work that it takes. And I think that's the difference. And I, I saw, there was a quote from a, it was a podcast I saw, I think it was on YouTube. Yeah. And this guy was saying like, you have to be in the mindset where failure inspires you. I think that's wow. so great. And I always think of, um, I'm sure you've seen, you know, the third Batman movie in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. And he's in the pit. Yeah. And it's like his back's broken. And I'm, I'm going to nerd oh. out for a minute. But that's like one of my favorite movies yeah. because of that scene. You know, he's in the pits. In his back. And his, you know, city's being taken over. And it's like, that would be like the epitome of what some would say is failure. You know, like mm. he's held captive. He has no way out. And yet he's so like inspired because he has a duty to perform. Wow. And so, you know, he wasn't worried about reality at that moment. He's like, I can't worry about, you know, what's in front of me. Like I have to get back to where I'm supposed to be. Wow. And I think that's so cool. And so I always, I go back to that scene. Cause I think it's like, that's where we need to be, you mm. know? Cause it's like, 
if you can get to a place where failure inspires you, like nothing can stop you. You know, it's it's amazing. Man, bro, man, we could talk all day, bro. That's so good, bro. I think as we wrap up, what and it kind of trended to this direction of pain, failure, crucifying the flesh, these yeah. negative things that we don't want. But bro, we serve a God who He understands. He yeah. I love the Bible. It says that we serve a high priest talking about Jesus who cannot simple who cannot um he, he doesn't not sympathize with our weakness. Mm-hmm. He can, but in all ways he was tempted as we were yet without sin. Yeah. God came in the flesh yeah. with Jesus, and he's able to point, and he can attest to all the things we're going through. And I love this Bible because it doesn't demand perfection, but only progression. And yeah. if we fall in love with saying, you know what? Monday may be great. Tuesday may not be great. Wednesday may be great. Thursday is yeah. terrible. Friday is good. Saturday yeah. is good. Sunday is terrible. Yeah. It's life. Mm-hmm. But realizing that with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and if we put our faith and trust in his word, yeah. um, then any pain we deal with, then the tragedies of life, anything we go through, um, if we truly understand and put our faith and trust in his word and yeah. read it and go to him when we're suffering exactly. these things, he gives us grace and truth, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, he gives us the grace to overcome it, bro. Yeah. So, bro, thank you so much for being on the second episode of the Dude, podcast, bro. It's a pleasure. Justice, you didn't preach, you didn't done everything, bro. <laughs> and um, we could talk all day. Oh, yeah. But bro, 100%. I thank you so much. I'm honored to know thank you, bro. You, man. Thank you that you're my brother. Can you see we twins? Y'all can see that? <laughs> see? Twins. Y'all can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But this wraps up the second episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to do a like, comment. Please let me know your thoughts in the podcast. I'll put Justice's socials in the description and on my social media. um, And I'll put all that there so you go follow him and see all the great things he's doing. So thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Peace and love.